To begin. Are you watching closely? To begin. Clytus, I'm bored. How to start. What plaything can you offer me today? So here's what's been happening. I decided, I think I said this in the show last time, but I was going to make a choice to get out my death, death, death notes and start looking at them. And I did. Uh, what I had was a couple pages of notes and then character breakdowns where I broke down the 19, last time I said 15, then corrected it um, when I was editing, 19 characters. And I want to be familiar enough with them that I can make it seem like certain ones are the main characters when they're not, makes others seem like they're going to survive when they're not. And so it's not immediately obvious the order things are going to happen. So then I got out the character breakdowns, kind of looked over them, edited, reformatted the pages, printed them, proceeded to take, what, two pages of notes, six pages of character breakdowns, and go through them and make some handwritten notes to connect some things. With each of the character breakdowns, I have who they're named after because I've said this before. All the characters in this put an asterisk on this, but I won't explain why. All the characters in this are named after real people whose murders were officially unsolved. And so included in my notes at the end of each paragraph about a character would have in red who they were named after and where that person died. Now I had handwritten notes on all the pages too, including a rhyme. Maybe I'll end the episode with that. The current version of the rhyme, it needs a little work because it's it's missing a rhyme. Think of, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll have to insert the audio because I can't remember it offhand. Here. That one, which is in almost all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I believe it's not in Freddy's Dead, although I think we do hear it in A New Nightmare. Or we hear it in Freddy's Dead, but we don't see the little, the jump roping girls. Maybe that was it. Remember, there was something different about Freddy's Dead with the rhyme. But so I came up with a rhyme that fits because the Faller Man has been killing people. Most of the characters won't know this. A couple of them will. Has been killing people every seven years in this same house slash probably hill where this house is so it can have a little leeway maybe mostly it's in the brown in and around the house and so there's this recurring pattern that if they know it they shouldn't people be shouldn't be coming to this house and so part of the ongoing story if i write this i have an idea for what death 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 part two is i have an idea for what death 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 part three is and that's a complete sort of trilogy story but in particular, the um, the backstory would particular backstory of the killer would be a little more detail in part two, and then an extra element that adds a lot in part three because you know you want your trilogy, you the third one, to dig underneath the surface of what we think we know. The nineteen characters I had them printed out. I had details. I added some notes, and then what I did is I went and I retyped the backstory for the killer. That's part of the first two pages of notes. Retyped all of that from scratch rather than just copying and pasting. Retyped it all, got it in my head. Then I retyped each of the character breakdowns, adding a little details as I went, figuring out how characters connect to each other or don't. And then once I was done with that, I had a whole new version of what was previously two files, which was a notes file and a character breakdown file, and now I just have a notes file. So that's notes file two. 
on Notes File 2, I also went through and I went and looked up again the names in red. How did these people they're named after die? So part of the sort of Easter egg thing of it will be that some of them, can't be all of them, unfortunately, there were way too many of these people were shot and I don't really want a gun involved too much because this killer's not going to use a gun. I do have a way for one or maybe two of the people to actually die by gunshot, but we'll see how that is. And added to the description for their real person, how did they die? And two of the people died together, and so they're going to die together. And I took these elements from how they did die, added them to the thing, and then printed a new notes file too. Now it takes up more pages because there's more stuff in the notes. Now the notes are four. They're half sheets. Four half sheets. And then the character breakdowns take up. I don't know how many pages offhand. More than they took up before. Or maybe about the same, because I think it changed. I made the font smaller. Then, knowing that, knowing potentially how they could die, the thing I did this morning as I'm recording this, and this is before last week's episode came out, I just edited last week's episode this morning as well, is I use uh, blank playing cards in my classes. Students put their names on them on the first day of class, color-coded so they can be organized in groups. And then I can use them to call roll at the beginning of class, to ask questions if I need to call on someone or on a speech day. If I need, there's no one volunteering, I can just draw a card. So I have blank playing cards. So this morning I took the 19 names, wrote their first name, or, well, in the case of at least two of them, nickname, the name they go by, not their full name. Another piece of information I will not spoil here, even though if you go back and listen to earlier episodes, you'll probably know what it is. And then at the bottom of the card how they might die. I wanted to put them in order. I know who survives. So I put that person, or potentially people, multiple, at the end of the the bottom of the list. I know who dies last. I know who dies last before things get really complicated. And so that's about five from the end. And then I know one who might survive, might die. It depends how the story goes. So I put them there. The rest, it was like iffy. The order wasn't that important, so I looked at how they die. The accidental gunshot and the one who might be accidentally shot, the two the two that could be gun wounds, I put them in a row. So the gun and sequence happens together. The two that die together, obviously, go together. The most brutal one happens sort of as a turning point for the story, so I made sure it was it was right before the gunshot gun gets involved. It's right before people know for sure people are dying, they're gonna start defending themselves. And we get the two that are killed together. You know, Friday the 13th, Part 2, Bay of Blood, uh, Numbers, whatever verse uh, chapter it is, I forget that those two are copying. The killed together while having sex. That and another one that's particularly brutal because of who it's based on happen right before everything goes, like everyone fig- everyone who's left knows what's happening. And then the earlier ones, I just like, okay, how do I order these? And because I'm not spoiling it here, where am I? Huh, it's an interesting question. If I've already spoiled it in the show, why not spoil it here? Fine. The other piece of information on each card is what year it is. Haha. And so then I sort of alternated them, the random ones, by year. And there was also two, maybe three, that I thought should be first. And a definitely a definite couple that I thought, not a couple people, but a couple cards, that I thought um, might be the first one to die. And so I put them at the top. And I eventually got a list. 19 of them in order. I took a picture of the list. I am going to type up the list into my notes file 
That's my next step. And then start uh, outlining a little more detail. I don't want to just start writing from scratch. Even though I do know literally what the opening scene is. I know what the opening line of dialogue is. I know how the plot gets a little convoluted in the end. Because if a certain character might know exactly what's going on in this house and didn't tell anyone for reasons. And... Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because I, this is, I'm still thinking about Lee. I'm still thinking about two, uh, choose two rabbits, but death, death, death is happening next. Another thing I'd figure out right now is I'm like, why does the title have commas? Is the title death, comma, death, comma, death, or is it just death, death, death? I don't know yet. I don't know if it matters. I think it might look cooler on a poster if it doesn't have commas. Currently I have it with commas on my notes and stuff and my folder in Dropbox. So I know a lot of backstory for the killer that isn't going to be in Death, Death, Death. But if I wrote Death, Death, Death Part 2, more of that would be in there. And then there's part of it that would only be in Death, Death, Death Part 3 if it came down to it. Because it's that under-the-surface extra element. Here's what's really been going on kind of thing. But I like that I know all that. I like that I have the order of the deaths now so that I can start plotting because a slasher film still has a three-act structure-ish, or four-act structure, depending on how you subscribe to it. But you also have to fit into this survivors, or maybe survivors. I've got three, maybe four out of 19. So 15 people, maybe 16, maybe 17, getting killed. I have to put those into the order so we have enough time to get to know all the characters, get to see how they're interacting, get to know what they're all about. And then have them dying off one by one, or by two, for one of those. Classic slasher film, and have that point where some people think people are, something's happening. Where's everyone, where'd that, where'd someone go? You know, since it's all one big house, it's gonna get a little, uh, hard to negotiate and navigate. Sorry, I wasn't sure which word I wanted to say there. To negotiate and navigate the structural part of the middle, because you can have a whole bunch of deaths in the middle third of the film or the script and characters slowly figuring out that things, something's going wrong and then uh, they try to fight back. And I know what Benny is like. I think I've described him before. He's a, he was a lumberjack. He was a soldier. He is scarred and damaged internally, externally, and his go-to weapons are tools of the lumberjack trade. So, a whip saw, a cant hook, a... Oh, I forgot what that other hook thing was called. It's this thing with these two little hooks with a chain between them. A wood dog, log dog, something like that. I'm trying to avoid him using an axe, even though a few of the people on there, what they died from was an axe. I might have them defend themselves with an axe instead. Because I don't want him to use an axe. I want him to be a little more interesting than that. Axe is too obvious. A whipsaw is fun. And I do not want him to use a chainsaw. At all. He might inadvertently have to drown someone. Just because it's convenient in the moment. Or maybe he hits them with the whipsaw and they just sort of happen to be in the jacuzzi and so they drown. Uh, so I can get a couple a death. One or two of the deaths are by drowning. And there's a couple that are strangled. And I'm like, I could just have them get cut whipsaw so it hits him in the neck or maybe they try to get a hand on his um i think it's called a log dog and he wraps that around their throat although i think the chain is generally pretty short but 
doesn't mean you can't wrap it around someone's head and have your hands right there and just boom, pull. And that's where my, that's where it is right now is I got a structure and I got more structure to build. So the next step, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm holding the cards right now is to take these 19 cards and write this order into my notes and rearrange my character breakdown because currently they are separated by year and I need them to more be separated in well, I think I'll might keep them separated by year, but I need sort of a separate list order and then start breaking down scenes because this definitely needs an outline. It needs a specific structure. It needs me to know when is something happening? When does someone need to die so that the beats are put just right? And we're learning information as we go about what's going on. And then eventually the audience is made aware of the twist, which is the year thing. And then one character might have to do some explaining without too much exposition uh, dialogue. <laughs> so, we'll see how that is. But I'm a little more excited about it because I think I know what it's doing, and meanwhile, Lee is still in my head, and I'm getting ready for Choose Two Rabbits, maybe next. But also, spring semester's gotten going. Life is busy. So we'll see. Till next time. I almost forgot the rhyme. Axe in the river. Whipsaw at hand, trees fall down before the faller man. Off to war, home to ruin, cold water veins, love lies dead, snow white, little red, before the faller man. Cut. You still here? The, uh, it's over. Stuff that dreams are made of. It's a passport. Go home. To another world. Go.